Welcome back to Season 3 of the Self-Conscious Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Cortez, and joining us on this week's episode of Conchitas is Tanea Hopkins, a.k.a. the host of Bakers with Tea Podcast. Hi, my name is Tanea. I'm from the Bakers with Tea Podcast, and you're tuning in to the Self-Conscious Podcast. All right, Conchitos, I hope you guys got your cafe or chocolate de abuelita, your tea. Tis the season. We are in the studio today, virtually recording with Bakers uh, Bakers with Tea podcast with their host, uh, Tanea Hopkins. Yes. Yeah. I have my dragon fruit mango refresher with me, so I'm ready for this. I'm ready. Shout out to Starbucks to sponsor this podcast. Sponsor Bakers with a Tea podcast. Absolutely. Putting that out there just in case anybody's listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So today you look like you're doing good. You got your little Starbucks drink over there. How's your day been? You're a student. You know, it's, it's a stressful life. But how, how are you? You know, like, I'm like in my midterms at school. I'm in my last year of school. So oh. it's... It's nice. It's like, I feel like relaxed. And on top of that, because it is Indigenous Day, I got work off. So I'm, you know, I'm relaxing. How are you doing? You know, I'm not doing terrible, but I could do better. Yeah. There's just, yeah, there's just like different things going on in my life. And it's kind of like, shit really i can't believe this is happening right now but at the same time like there's a lot of other good things happening so i'm trying to stay positive you know but just everybody has those days not to quote hannah montana but everybody has those days <laughs> it's just for me personally i realized i need to see the good in the day like i need to see the good in people i need to see the good in the situation otherwise it messes me up yeah so well, and it's really hard to see the positive sometimes. It's really hard, but I, I try. I get that. Like, especially to like life can like really catch up to you, especially like, you know, you're busy with like your family or like work mm-hmm. or just like anything in like your life. And you kind of like forget to think positive. I know I do sometimes, especially when it gets busy on my end here. So I'm sending my positive vibes to you. Oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. So in time for the holidays, in time for Christmas and Hanukkah and whatever you celebrate out there, I want to ask you, what's a tradition that your family does that you really enjoy doing during the holiday season? Okay, so on Christmas Day, you're familiar with the movie Friday, right? No, I've never seen that. Well, you got to watch it. You got to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) It's a classic. You got to watch it. There's like three Friday movies and it's Friday next friday and then the last one is friday after next the last friday movie it is like a christmas theme movie and so that is my mom's favorite christmas movie so all we do is we watch that movie like all day and we don't get tired of it in my household yeah definitely love that movie also i tend to like bake some form of baked good So like last Christmas, I did like cupcakes and then I did like red and green, like icing. So what do you do for like Christmas or like what does you and your family do? There's a couple things and we'll be talking about that throughout the podcast episode today. Honestly, so my favorite season is the fall season. 
Like I love that season, but my favorite holiday is Christmas. I love Christmas. Yeah. Catholic family, Mexicans, you know, the party's Christmas Eve. It's not really Christmas Day, but it's Christmas Eve. So on Christmas Eve, the whole family gets together. And because we have that Catholic background, you know, we have the little nativity scene and the quick little prayer. Everybody has a good feast. We're all watching like the Christmas movie in the background, either like the Santa Claus or all our Christmas movies that we watched as kids. Like we kind of watch it within that week of Christmas, like that uh, week of Christmas. And that's been what it's like in the last uh, couple years, but last four or five years, my parents got their uh, papers of residency. And so we've been able to travel to Mexico to celebrate the festivities with my grandparents and our family in Mexico. So that's been very sweet. It's added a little bit more intimacy to the holiday. It's a little bit more special than it used to be. You know, I just like that the holidays focused around family and just kind of being in that moment, everything else kind of disappears for that moment in time. I don't know what it is also about Christmas, but everybody just seems a little bit nicer. I feel that too, especially because it's like the end of the year, everyone has like a pep in their step. Most people get to see their families. And like, mm-hmm. I think everyone's like ready to turn over a new leaf when the next year comes around. All right. I, I kind of know you, but not but not that well, if I'm being honest. I know you through your pod, but that's not enough. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Who is Tanea Hopkins? <laughs> so Tanea is currently right now a college student. I attend North Dakota State University. You might ask what's in North Dakota. That's a good question because I don't know either. But yeah, I am originally from Minneapolis. So that's where I live when I'm not in school. And I actually started baking as a hobby when I was in seventh grade. So I was like 12 because I had like a fax class, like a home ec class. And then it kind of just stuck with me from there. Currently right now, I started Bakers with Tea as a school project. And after the first episode, I got a lot of great feedback on it. So I was like, all right, like, why not make like more? So here I am today. Mm -hmm. I'm surviving. I'm thriving. Remind me asking what you majored in? My major is business management with a minor in entrepreneurship. Okay, so she's smart. She's a smarty pants. All right. (laughs) Dang. How, how old are you? Because you seem so young. I mean, everybody's kind of young in college, but how old are you? I just turned 21 in August. Holy shit. You're yeah. <laughs> Kudos to you, man. I finished college at 25. You finished at 21. Dang. I, I never went into business. It just sounded too much. And like the kids in that class just seemed a little stuck up. But oh, girl, I'm sure you're I not. You. I'm just saying. Really? Yeah, like in my classes, like there's a lot of, you know, it's not like a lot of women, especially like women of color. I'm surrounded around like white men or white male in my classes. I absolutely agree. And most of the time they are stuck up. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your podcast, Bakers with Tea podcast, what's it about? What are you, what's going on? What season are you on so far? Where is it going? You're going to be graduating college soon, so do you see this still going on after college? Like, what's what's going on? As I said before, I started this as a school project. To be honest, I didn't even think the podcast was going to happen. I just started the podcast out of curiosity, mm. and I was like, okay, like, 
this is for a class, like, let me be creative with it. And uh, I ended up recording the first episode as a pilot episode to show as like my prototype. And I ended up showing it to the public for results to show to my class. And I got a lot of great feedback. And then I didn't expect this, but like a lot of people were like, hey, like, when is the new episode going to come out? Have you ever thought about interviewing this baker? And so I was like, okay, let me just keep going. So I basically interview bakers from all across the U.S., now Canada too, about how they turned like their love for baking and like discovered their passion of baking into a business. So it's cool to see like how each baker has like their own like business model and like the type of stuff that they bake and like how different they are from each other and how similar they are to each other as well. So it's exciting. That's so cool. Yeah. It sounds exciting. It ties in with your business thing. It ties in with your creativity. So you talk about their baking, how that became a business and stuff. Do they ever share some of their baking goods with you? I'm just curious. Do they give you stuff? Do they give you baked goods? Well, not a lot of them just because of some state laws. They do small businesses. They're not able to ship them mm-hmm. like from state to state because it is baked goods. They have some restrictions on that. But I did get some from the Magic Crumb Bakery. Shout out to them. They're based out of San Francisco and they have, they have really, really good cookies. But hopefully, like, if I get, like, enough funding or if I, you know, cross my fingers, get, like, a podcast agency contract, maybe I can fly out and interview people and try their stuff. I also realized mm-hmm. I didn't answer your question before, a part of your question. I hope to do this after college as well, just because it is like a natural like output for me. It's something that I can get like creative with. And I think it's really important for me to have that because I think like in school and at work, I don't get too much freedom when it comes to like my work. So I hope to do this afterwards. That's so cool, dude. Oh my God, I'm happy for you. See, that's dangerous for me. If I were to be receiving baked goods from everybody, it'd be unhealthy. I mean, I'd be living my best damn life, but it'd be so unhealthy. I feel that. Like those cookies that they sent me, I was like rationing them because they were so freaking good. And now thinking about it, I should order them again because they were so good. They sent me a cookie that tastes like a brownie. And I was like, oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If more bakers were to send me stuff that would be a nice plus but also like yeah i've supported a few small businesses here in in salt lake city and just in utah county general shout out to cookies with the cause aroma cookies uh sweet by fanny there's so many out there i post them on my ig story so make sure you check out our social media if you haven't yet but every now and then i just like supporting it it doesn't really take that much to support a small business you know you can just share their posts like their post you know tell a friend about it it's really easy to support a small business really not that hard like i do it not really thinking i'm going to receive anything in return because that's not why i do things you know like i never i was like if i do this i'm definitely going to get this in return i don't do that but it's nice like when i do and you know like they just appreciate it so much they're like hey um thank you so much for sharing this post can we send you this as a thank you and i'm like girl all i did was share your post share what you do share the goodness that you bring into my life because your baked goods are so tasty but um (laughs) who am i to say no like that would be just ungrateful and rude go ahead and send me those baked goods by all means yeah it's getting dangerous because 
because they're not like small cookies either. They're not the Walmart cookie packaging you find. They're like big, chunky, the monster very cookies, yeah. tasty. Yeah, dude. And I'm like, yeah, this is dangerous territory right now. That's a great thing that you pointed out too, like just supporting the small businesses as well. And I think that's what I like about when I bring bakers like on the show, get to like tell their story and like why their business is so special to them. And I think that just makes more like not only like authentic, but you get to see like the baker behind the business and like why the business is how it is today with the baker. I'm curious, you bake, right? You said you baked. Yeah. Is your baking at their level or no? Like you're still learning. Absolutely not. <laughs> so I'm a pretty decent baker. Like my baked goods are really good. Yeah. The one thing I am perfecting though is my decorating style. I haven't gotten around trying to decorate cookies yet. I tried decorating mm-hmm. cake balls a couple weeks ago. They didn't turn out too bad, but yeah, I gotta say like, I'm not a terrible baker. I'm I'm pretty decent at it. I'm, I'm gonna give myself that, but I am definitely not at their level. Like these people who have baked for like years or they put like a lot of effort into it, hopefully in the future, I'll be at their level. Well, I feel this is a good segue into us talking about all the goodness <laughs> that we get during the holiday season. Cause y'all know this is, this is a time where we indulge. This is a time where we gotta give into our cravings and there is no judgment. Really, there isn't no judgment. Everybody knows we're all going to gain a few extra pounds and it's fine because it's love pounds, you know, all for the love of food. Speaking of getting baked goods, I actually started getting a little bit more into baking and cooking, especially like during COVID, like during in 2020, I was more into it. And girl, let me tell you, okay, I love ham. love it. Mm-hmm. And we usually have ham like during Christmas, like that's just the staple. So mm-hmm. I found this bomb ass recipe cane sugar or brown sugar pineapple you gotta let that marinate a little bit and then you know you drip that all over the ham it's like a little scrub for the ham and it's so good ah delicious and i know everybody probably be doing it like this this whole time and i'm just barely catching up i'm sorry yeah i put it in the slow cooker and just like would keep watch over it the whole day you know marinate it every now and then put a little juice on top of it bro i don't know why i could just be biased but everybody (laughs) And I mean, everybody in the family, because my mom's the cook, my mom's the cook. Yeah. We're asking, yo, who made this ham? And I was like, it was me, I did it. And everybody was surprised, because they are like, what? I was like, I know. I, I feel very adultish right now. I did that, I did that ham like that. But people said it was different, because somebody else brought a ham that had been like oven baked. And so they said yeah. that between the oven baked ham and the slow cooker ham, the slow cooker ham was more juicier. And more tender yeah it was just better and i was like i'm not saying it was a competition i'm not saying i was trying to beat anybody with this ham but i won <laughs> so if anybody would like me to prepare your uh, family's ham i got you you just got to pay for the ham and you got to pay for my labor but i got you do you also like put the slices of pineapple like on top of the ham? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Do you put cherries in okay. it too? I do not. I don't like cherries. I like cherries on my, my ice cream and that's it. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
But I have a question for you. It's not related to the holiday season, but are you a Hawaiian pizza girl or no? Yes, Thank I am. you, as you I should know. be. People be bashing on pineapple and pizza, and I was like, bro, it's called flavor. It's sweet. I like how it tastes on pizza. Yeah. Anyone who doesn't like pineapple on pizza is lunatics in my book. Sorry to all the conchitas out there, but the right way to be eating pizza is having pineapple on it. Period. Exactly. And you know, the Hawaiians, they got flavor, okay? So they, they know a thing or two about flavor. So if they're adding pineapple on their pizza, I'm just saying you shouldn't question it. That's it. It doesn't just taste like like fruit when you eat the pizza or when you have no it, it tastes other. really good i know people like give me shit about it i'm like dude dude have you tried it have you given it a chance honestly honestly <laughs> but i do like enjoying like my regular pepperoni pizza with some uh, ranch dressing it, it tastes good to me yeah it's all about flavor combinations people okay so going back to what we were talking about, baked goods and stuff for the holiday season. So I'm going to skip a little bit what my family does. So for Thanksgiving, it's a little bit crazy because, you know, it's a big Mexican family. So we got tamales. We have ponche. So it's punch, fruit punch. Yeah. But it's steamed almost like it's a tea. Yeah. You've had some? I had it before. It's so good. It's really it's good. so good. But... Yeah. And then we got the turkey. It's more American, right? It's like a mix of like Mexican and American dishes, like all in one. And then, you know, we'll have a pasta salad. There's always a pasta salad. Mashed potatoes, garlic bread. Sometimes my mom will make ribs and uh, that's good, right? Like some good barbecue ribs. That's so good. Right? And then for dessert, usually like there's arroz con leche. So rice pudding or a, I think it's a fruit salad. It's almost like creamy. And sometimes people add marshmallows to it and it's super good. And then my family really likes cheesecakes. My sister will make a homemade cheesecake. And then we have a friend, she has her own restaurant business, catering and all that. And she makes amazing, amazing food. Y'all got to hit her up, Soul House. Her mom makes these cobbler and vanilla ice cream. It hits different. It's it's different. It's so good. But basically, I eat really good on Thanksgiving and on <laughs> Christmas is a whole other story, but why, why don't you tell me what you do for Thanksgiving? Yeah, so fun fact, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. I like the meaning behind it, not the story they taught us at school. But favorite holiday, like my family, like my mom, she cooks throughout the night. So then we eat in the morning. So we have like a turkey and a ham and then we have like a soul food twist to it. So we have like dressing, not stuffed in the turkey. I think a lot of people don't know the difference between stuffing and dressing. Stuffing, it's just stuff all like cornbread and stuff that's all mushed together in like your fixings that you have with it's so like vegetables and sometimes people add meat to it and you don't bake it. So people just stuff it in the turkey. I never had stuffing personally. Dressing is pretty much the same, but you put it in a pan and you bake it. It's mushed together, but it's baked rather than just being mushed together and being stuffed in a turkey. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming to Tanea's TED Talk. I was telling my friends and they're like, what's dressing? And I'm explaining it to them. They're like, oh, it's so stuffing. I was like, no. It's, it's not stuffing. There's there's a difference. <laughs> you got to highlight the difference. <laughs> there's a difference. Yeah. Okay, continue. I, from there, we have 
my granny, she's a baker and she cooks on Thanksgiving as well, but she typically bakes like a sweet potato pie for like me and my family, a peach cobbler, a seven up cake, a pecan pie. Like This sounds so good. Sometimes she bakes like other stuff too, but the sweet potato pie and the peach cobbler are definitely the highlights of like my desserts for Thanksgiving. It's so good. And then of course uh-huh. we have like the typical macaroni and cheese, baked beans, mashed potatoes. We have Brussels sprouts. We kind of just like go all out for both Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's pretty much the same exact menu, mm-hmm. but we just, it's just so good. You know, I can't wait. That all sounds so good. I'm oh, jealous shit. of your Thanksgiving. I'm jealous of your Thanksgiving. Your Thanksgiving sounds really good. We should visit each other for each other's Thanksgiving, you know? Absolutely. Like, I come over one one year, and then you come over the next year. Yeah. And then you take leftovers to go. Yeah. <laughs> Question. Uh, do you do Black Friday, like, at all? And if so, do you do it on Thanksgiving night and that Friday? Or do you just do it on that Friday? So I, I do actually go Black Friday shopping Thanksgiving night and Black Friday mm-hmm. because there's only certain amount of things that you can get within, usually on a Thursday, but that Thanksgiving day, some sales are already ready to go. If you want to snatch what it is you want to snatch, then you got to go like right away. Usually like the things that are like on the top of my priority list, like I'll hit it that day and then everything else, like I'll be the next day. Because I also kind of put my, my holiday shopping same day because, you know, it's better to do it then. But I take Black Friday shopping seriously. Like me and my sisters and a couple of my friends have made it like a thing. I have a list of the things that I need to get and from what store I'm going to get them from because I've already researched where I'm going to get the best deal for it. And which stores I'm going to hit, right? And I've budgeted my money. I know what I'm doing. I know that this is going to cost me this much, X, Y, and Z, right? So it's like, girl, it's like a, it's like the Olympics for me. Like, I figured it out. And then I go into the stores. I get in line. And then just boom, boom, boom. You know, go down, go down my list. I was like, I came here for this. I did not come here to waste my time on this, even though it looks cute. But every now and then, like, I'll see something and I'll like, that's kind of cute for me. I should buy it. Yeah. Like, not for the person I came here for, but that's kind of cute for me. So I'll get it. But that's me on Black Friday shopping. It's like an elite sport for me and my sisters. Are you the same way or no? No. I hate, I'm not going to say I hate Black <laughs> Friday shopping. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like a little too busy for me. Me having to work on my chins with people, especially like when you're in these stores and you guys are both, like everyone is probably looking for the same exact thing. If someone rubs me the wrong way, it's just like, no. I try not to do Black Friday shopping, but then my mom does. So 90% of the time I have to go out with her. She's like, come on, you want this for Christmas? You gotta come to Black Friday shopping. I'm like, oh no, oh no. But I can see that too. Like I, yeah, I think it's cool though that your friends like go as a group for Black Friday shopping. Like I know a couple people who do that with their friends too, especially because a lot of people, they do make traditions out of it. It's kind of weird to see like how Black Friday was last year. Cause you know, a lot of businesses had to do online sales, you know, due to COVID. So it's going to be interesting to see how it's going to turn out this year too. 
yeah, I didn't really buy anything last year. It's probably for my immediate family, but I didn't really buy anything for anybody else. But this year, definitely different. Okay, so we got Thanksgiving out of the way. Now we're going into the holidays in December. Everybody celebrates something different in December. Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. I don't know. There's just so many holidays in December. To each your own. In my particular case, I celebrate Christmas. So for Christmas, it is very much like the Hallmark cliche that you see in the trailers that you see in the movies like yes the whole family is together and we're all wearing something christmas themed like whether that be sweaters or a dress or a santa hat like our family's very much very cliche in that regard similar to thanksgiving right we got the ponche yep. we got chocolate de abuelita so some hot chocolate we got conchas we also have tamales because you gotta have tamales mostly what my family does on christmas is we make pozole and pozole is a traditional soup or stew from mexican cuisine it is made from hominy with meat and can be seasoned and garnished with shredded lettuce or cabbage chili kippers, onion, garlic, radishes, avocado, salsa, or limes. Ooh, that sounds good. It is very good. It's very delicious. We'll have pozole, and my sister loves to bake, so my sister will be making, like, um, banana bread or chocolate chip cookies. So it's usually, like, you know, very homey, uh, very cozy kind of feeling. The house just feels warm. Um, everybody's just in good spirits. I honestly just really like Christmas. It's just, it just, it is my favorite holiday. Everything just feels so warm about it and so cozy. It's different as growing up. When we were kids, I, I loved it even more. And I think that's probably why I latched onto that holiday so much. My parents would let us go all out. Like we would have stockings. Um, cause in our old home, we used to have a fireplace. So we would get to have stockings and put it out by our fireplace and, you know, set cookies for Santa and write him all these Christmas letters telling him what we wanted, what was going on, X, Y, and Z. I remember getting nostalgic, but I remember some Christmases we would be watching a Christmas movie, either Santa Claus or Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, whatever Christmas movie it was. And we'd be toasting little marshmallows in the fireplace, you know, making little s'mores. And then we had this like one single couch, but it was so cozy. So we would all kind of get together on the couch with one single blanket and just kind of cuddle with each other and just watch this movie um, and then fall asleep there. It was very cute, you know, it was very sweet. I think that's why I look back on the holiday so much. It was like, that's, everything was like in the moment. Like we were enjoying the moment. Nobody was stressing about what had to happen the next day or what was going to happen tomorrow, like a year from now or what had happened yesterday. Everything was just focused on that moment and really like kind of appreciate and love that about the Christmas holiday and just like I had I told you at the beginning of the episode how like people just seem to be a little bit nicer uh, during that month and people are just a little bit kinder and a little bit more sympathetic which we should be year-round right but it's just I don't know it's like to not sound so cliche but it just feels very magical during that time of the year and I live in Utah so you know sometimes we'll have snow and I'll make it seem a little bit more more beautiful I'm from Minnesota. We do have snow here too. Also, I don't care for the snow after the holidays. <laughs> I'm like, leave. And I think too, just like both Thanksgiving and Christmas, I think why I like these holidays so much too, like you said, like it's a day to like enjoy and like be around your family and like relax. Like you don't have to worry about what's going to go on like the next day or like anytime like this is the time for everyone to like relax at home i like that you just stay home and like cozy up for thanksgiving and christmas 
Well, we're almost done, guys, because we're just talking about the goods. It's not it's not a special episode. It's not very informative. We're just I mean, we're giving you things of what you should have. Uh, you know, obviously, pineapple on pizza is a must. The way you season your ham with the brown sugar and pineapple juice is a must. So I don't know what you do for New Year's, but my family kind of has a little bit of a New Year's party. So it's kind of like a mix of everything, right? So we get like, we get some ham. We do have a little turkey. Sometimes there's fish and, you know, there'll be rice, there'll be like meats, there'll be veggies, there'll be fruits and then more desserts. I don't think we have anything like specific, specific for New Year's, except like there is one tradition we do. And for New Year's, what we do is we do, so everybody gets 12 grapes, mm -hmm. right? And it symbolizes the 12 months of the year. Yeah. And each grape is a wish you make for going into the new year. Oh. So that's pretty much the only thing. And you know, when the clock strikes, everybody's like, happy New Year's, hugs, kisses each other, all that. Last year in 2020, I, I had actually graduated from college. I finished my last semester during COVID, COVID, during COVID, during 2020, um, December of 2020. And so I had finished not only a very, a personal rough year, but also like an academic hard year for me. So when the New Year's came, like, I know it's not like the clock strikes and everything like is set into stone, right? Like everything's a race. No, no, no. But it just felt like, oh my God, I can't believe we got through the year. Like we made it. And now we get to start a whole new year and hopefully on a better foot. But it was honestly like, I don't know, dude. It almost felt like liberating going into 2021. It just felt like we were leaving a lot of a lot behind in 2020 and just ready to move on with our lives in 2021. And I was like, I was so ready. And I think that's what celebrating the New Year's is all about, right? Like celebrating what's to come. It's good that everybody kind of starts the year off with a positive mindset. So that's how I see New Year's. That's how it's kind of celebrated in my family. Yeah, I agree. Like 2020 was the, that was just a rough year. Like everything just happened like unexpectedly, you know, COVID, especially like Kobe Bryant and his daughter and the rest of the passengers on that oh, yeah. plane. Just like stuff just kept happening on and on. George Floyd, Breonna Taylor. And of course, like now, like we're still facing repercussions from the past year especially with the pandemic, our justice system. But going into this year was probably like more tremendous because I feel like in the past, like New Year's that I've ever had in my life, like I haven't really felt like much about it. Like I haven't felt like I wanted to like grow from it. But right. this past New Year's, I was like, okay, like, let's what 2021 has to bring when it comes to like traditions on New Year's Day. So we'll have some like beans. So we have like black eyed peas for wealth and like healthiness. It's like symbolizes as that. And then we have some form of like a green dish. So we'll either have like cabbage or like Brussels sprouts. It represents like money, like bring you wealth into the new year. And then we'll have cornbread as well. Cornbread <laughs> represents like gold. So that's the ongoing tradition that we have. Yeah. Come to like celebrate. Last year I celebrated with my family. We try to celebrate every year with each other just because we <sighs> are close knit with each other. But also sometimes I go celebrate with my friends as well. Is there anything that you're looking forward to in New Year? Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to graduating. Yeah. 
Yes, 100%. Yes. Yes. Graduating. As much fun as I had in college, I'm ready to move on with my life. Ready to, you know, start new things, possibly getting married in the future. I don't even know who my husband's going to be, but that's one of the things I'm looking forward to. (laughs) You're like, I'm looking forward to not being single. Thank you. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's just like, and I know it's not going to happen like anytime soon, but it's nice to know, like, I'm getting closer to that. Like, I'm getting closer to like being ready to like find my someone or, you know, being around my family or like even like buying a house. That's like one of the things I'm looking forward to. So also side note, do you make like a New Year's resolution? Yes. Because I no. don't. What? You don't? I, well, okay. I don't because I feel like I don't like keep up with them, especially if it's in the new year. I'm more of like a person who like progresses, like ongoing. If I have a goal for myself, most likely I'm not going to start it in the new year. It's probably going to start like in the middle of the year or like later in the year. I think it's just like yeah. when the time for me to be ready to have a goal. I have vision boards. So I have a vision board of what I want to accomplish within that year. I've only recently gotten into it, but I feel like it's helped kind of like keep me focused and keep me grounded. So, you know, there's like, I want to get this done within this year and I want to get this done within this year. And some things haven't happened, but a lot of things have. So I'm grateful for that. But, you know, there's still that always thing like, and I'm sure you probably experienced it where you feel like you're behind. Uh, You're not where you want to be. You're not where you're supposed to be. And so you kind of get a little, you're a little hard on yourself, but honestly, like it's completely fine. It's just not only like pressure from myself, but pressure from like my parents and family and external sources it's it can be a little overwhelming sometimes but honestly just breathing taking a day at a little you know little by little one day at a time do you have any advice to all the listeners out there in regards to like you know what to do this holiday season or if you want to give them a little something to take into the new year up to you with the holiday season approaching just be kind to others You know, I know a lot of people take consideration into that, but I think like as people I know personally, I do and it's something I'm trying to work on is to not take everything for like granted. You know, something could be gone in like a split of a second. So I would just say be kind to others and be kind to yourself as the holiday season is approaching. Some people are don't have family during the holiday season. And two, just don't take things for granted as we're approaching the new year. I'm gonna just echo what uh, Tanea said. You know, be kind to people, show a little bit of love, a little bit of respect. And not just take it into this holiday season, but try to carry that into the new year as well. Try to be a little bit more empathetic. Also, kind of like what I just said about myself, like don't be so hard on yourself if you're not where you want to be by the end of this year. There's still so much time left for us. And it sucks because we are our, our worst critics, but also what we say to ourselves is so, so important because it affects how we see ourselves, how we think others see our, us. So just, you know, vocalize and internalize self-love, 
you know, just try to be the best version of you as you can be. And, you know, you're going to have days where it's not the best. You're going to have moments where you're just not your best, period. Like, it's just part of being human. But just, you know, take it with a little graciousness. Be a little bit nice to yourself. And, you know, worst case scenario, you can grab the baked good, whether that be a concha, a nice cookie or something. And then, you know, love yourself a little with that baked good. Indulge. Well, that wraps up the episode. Thank you so much to Tanea Hopkins, aka the host of Bakers with Tea podcast. I'm going to go ahead and give her a chance to shout out her social media accounts. If you want to follow her, make sure you subscribe and listen to Bakers with Tea podcast streaming on all major platform streams. Yes. Also follow me on Instagram as well at Bakers with Tea, where you can see all the bakers I interview, all of my content creation and announcements on where each episode is aired and when it is airing. Thank you so much for letting me be on the show. Thank you for making the time to be here. It's appreciated. It was finally great to kind of get to know you finally, you know? Like, we follow each other, we see each other, but, like, you know. And we've been planning this for, like, months. And I'm like, we just haven't had the time. Yeah, we've both been so busy. But it finally happened. I think it was good. Good little cute episode. Yeah. And with that, don't forget to follow us on our social media pages so you guys can be up to date on what we have going on on the Self-Conscious Podcast, such as who our guests will be on upcoming episodes, podcast collabs, small business highlights announcements and so much more our instagram page is self-conscious podcast and our twitter account is at conscious podcast thank you to everybody who tuned in like always hope you resonate with the episode learn something from it if you like the episode go ahead and subscribe to the self-conscious podcast we are available on all your favorite podcasts and apps make sure that when you leave us a rating also leave us a review helps us spread the word while you're at it go ahead and share the episode with a friend or family member the more listeners the better we post new episodes every tuesday at 9 a.m Mountain standard time I will see you all next week for a whole new episode. Until then, have a good one, Quantitas. And because I know it's spooky season, but because it's kind of changing because it's December, happy holidays, Quantitas. <laughs>